friends. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Living Creatively with your host, Angela Dalton. And Monica Parks. This is the podcast where we discuss topics about finding, nurturing, and protecting your creativity and creative spirit. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I don't know why that always makes me happy. Like, <laughs> just start Oh my gosh, every time. Oh, uh, girl, hi. Happy, happy podcast recording day. How you doing? I'm doing really, really good. I am. I'm beaming from the inside out. I am you doing are. really, really good. <laughs> I am really, really good. How are you? I'm good, too. I'm good, too. It's been... Ooh, time. How are we already, like, this far into the year? I don't understand. Like, it just, like, keeps flying by. But here we are. And, yeah. um... Yeah, like things are good. Things are good. I mean, even though the world's burning down like a crayon on a candle. Um, <laughs> everything. My little bubble, my little compound sanctuary is right. all good. Yes, <laughs> That's exactly. all we can hope for. Yeah. Um, you know, for these these days, these the end of days. Um, <laughs> I don't know. My right. Even, <laughs> I was just gonna say, even on my good days, I'm dark. Damn. Oh my god. I need to go to Disneyland or something. I don't know. That's wrong with me. Oh my god. This is me happy, people. This is. <laughs> We balance each other. We balance. We do. We do. We surely do. (laughs) Well, and I am so excited for this topic this week because it's been coming up a lot for us. Mm -hmm. And I think this was was actually your idea. It was a really good idea. Um, Talking about, we're seeing it more and more in the Mm -hmm. news, little by little. Mm -hmm. And if you ain't seeing it, you need to be paying attention. Mm -hmm. And that is about robots. Mm Mm-hmm. AI, mm-hmm. artificial intelligence, virtual mm-hmm. reality, all of the robotic uh, corporations that are starting to like do some, they're starting to do mm-hmm. some stuff and mm-hmm. it's time to, it's like, I, and you know, and I love tech. So this is like, this is a hard one for me. Cause it's like, I have a, you know, it's like a bittersweet love hate relationship with it. Mm-hmm. Cause I love tech. I've always loved tech since I was a little kid, but as we all know, it's also in the hands of some pretty dangerous, greedy people. Mm-hmm. So, you know, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. What have you been seeing? Because like I said, this was something that you came up with, Monica. Mm-hmm. And you were like, let's talk about robots. And I was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think for me, uh, one of the things that I was looking at is different concerns. So when you start seeing things take over for jobs as far as things that creatives do. Mm -hmm. So like, for instance, um, one of the things is I um, saw that in New York, I'm not in New York, in San Francisco, there is a place, I'm not sure where it's located, but there's a place where you can get your nails done by a robot. Mm. And you basically, (laughs) yeah. And you basically just put your hands, it's like a, it looks like his regular box or whatever you put your hands in. You select your color. It does all of the painting and the everything for you. And then you're done and you're gone and you're gone. And I'm like, geez, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. I'm like, wow. Okay. I didn't know we were doing it like that already, but yeah. okay. You know, you, you know, you've seen, um, there's a lot of, um, uh, fast food restaurants that have kiosk now where you, or put in your order, you uh, wait for your order. A lot of, not even just fast food chains, but a lot of small businesses 
Oh, I should say small business, but smaller business that they're not necessarily like a, a chain restaurant, a big chain, well-known chain restaurant. They have it now where, and this was in the, what airport was I in that did this? I can't remember what airport I was flying through. Was it San Francisco? No, who I was flying to, but it was the airport. And this is the first thing that I remember. Maybe it was Dallas, but there was no people. It mm-hmm. was like a shopping center area that were multiple kiosks and you went up to the kiosk, you figured out what you wanted and it sent your order or whatever, whether it's food or whether it was a purchase, it sent it over to a main area. And then that area had like maybe two to five people that would process whatever it is that you needed. And I was like, man, now talk about a way to cut down on your labor. Um, because that was the way it was for all the restaurants. And it was just this main area that you would sit out for. And um, nobody came to your table. You ordered whatever you needed to order. And if you were at this one particular restaurant, so one, some of them were broken up. You had this one restaurant and it might have been two people doing everything. They were cooking. Mm-hmm. They were bringing it out because they didn't have to do anything else. And I was just like, wow, that's crazy. And then now fa- fast forward to... You have this whole, I can't remember the name of what it's called now. It's its the new, like the metaverse or something like that, where you can go in and everybody's buying land and they're oh, setting yeah. up their own boutiques and they're setting up their own, like you've got like a shade room club and uh-huh. um, p- place in there and you can, you can come up with your... Um, your person can go shopping and go clubbing and go in there. And all I can picture in my mind is in this place, you're looking all dolled up and cute. And then if you pull out, you see like this gray room, there's no furnishing. And this is a person <laughs> who has earphones on and they're just looking into the screen and there's an outside, the trees are dying. Like, Because everybody is living inside of this universe, this made up universe that nobody wants to live outside of it because they can't be as good as what they are inside of this universe. So outside of the universe just goes to crap. Mm -hmm. So then I was like, okay, I'm spiraling. Let me call Angela. <laughs> I was like, girl, yeah, let's get into it. <laughs> I was like, Angela, what do you think? <laughs> do you think we'll let this world will start looking like Gotham City out here? And we'll start looking like like the the apocalypse had happened and nobody's living. It's going to be really like the matrix where everybody's living in the matrix, but to get out of the matrix, I said this before on another podcast, I was like, if they pulled me out of the matrix and this is what reality looked like, it was all gray, raggedy clothes and a bunch of slop in a metal bowl and animals, these put robotic animals come and look. I'm like, put me back in. <laughs> but now I'm like, they're creating this thing where you can literally come up with this existence and I'm like, oh my God, are we going to be like that few people who are like, they have their own food and everything. You got to protect your land because this rampant out here is like Gotham City because everybody's living in this alternate universe. Right. Girl, we don't even need Gotham City. We are, it, like, it is happening right now. So I am just going to legitimately issue a trigger warning before I get into my take Uh-oh. on this. Because- I feel like Angela ain't getting ready to help me come up out this <laughs> Well, that's why I want to issue a trigger warning, because, I mean, if you are in a place 
mentally and emotionally right now when you're feeling like everything just is bad, please just turn this off right now. Because <laughs> I don't think this is going to get any better, like the, the outlook. Um, my And again, this is my humble opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I do. <laughs> you already know how I started off this episode. So... <laughs> They already know you're the dark one. So I am the dark one. I but maybe so I can offer a little bit of hope. The, I don't know. We'll see. The reality of it. Well, so the reason why I wanted to talk to the, uh, talk about this, why I thought it was such a good topic, was because you know we talk about creativity and you know nurturing your creativity, and sometimes the thing that you have to do is have like a, a job that's not your creative job, but just to help you pay the bills, right? Mm-hmm. So you can focus on your your creative endeavor, your creative pursuits, Mm -hmm. your creative project. Mm -hmm. And a lot of those jobs may be working in a coffee shop. It might be working in a fast food restaurant. Mm -hmm. It might be working in a very service oriented Mm -hmm. environment. Mm -hmm. And I hate to tell you this, but the robots are coming for your job. Mm -hmm. Um, I just saw three stories. I've been reading three stories over the course of the week where, um, so one was about San Francisco. Okay, so living in San Francisco, it is like the mecca of technology. Mm-hmm. And you see mm-hmm. the good of it and you see the, the awfulness of it, mm-hmm. right? Like we know that a lot of the reason why there's such a high level of people without shelter is because of the escalating cost of living. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that is driven because of tech, because you mm-hmm. have 20 year olds who are making $380,000 a year. Mm-hmm. You know, so and so, and they don't think about the repercussions of, having that kind of money and throwing that kind of money into an unstable community and what that means for other people. And they honestly just don't care what happens to other people. Right. But so in San Francisco, one of the things that is happening is at the San Francisco airport, which is where you'll find a lot of like new technology where they're trying it out, which is interesting because they have a lot of uh, street uh, traffic, book traffic, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. There's cafe X that just opened a couple weeks ago. Cafe X is 100% a robot coffee shop. There is mm-hmm. no person. It is you You text in your order or you use like a kiosk to get your order mm-hmm. and then you wait for your number to come up and then you come get your coffee. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny to already see the dividing line of people talking about this on TikTok. You know, some people are like, this is amazing. Like, I don't have to mm-hmm. deal with anybody. I don't have to talk to anybody. Mm-hmm. And then there's other people on the other side that's like, yo, Messed up my order, did not get my money back, nobody to talk to. What is this BS? Why is there an NFT on the order? Like, why are they selling NFTs on my ordering screen? You know what I mean? Like, it's like a divisiveness of like people who are like, they want that human contact. You know, I think we were in that situation, that spiral like 20, 30, 40 years ago when the call center started becoming automated, right? Everybody Mm. hated that stuff where you could not get, still hate it. You can't find a human being to talk to. operator 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 but that's the interesting thing like a lot of these um stores are moving towards robotics because number one obviously there's a uh shortage of Mm -hmm. workers you know like Mm -hmm. like we got to be real careful with this worker shortage because companies are just like well you don't want to come to work i'll buy a robot who's gonna Mm -hmm. i don't have to worry about them showing up i don't even have to pay them you know, like mm-hmm. service and mm-hmm. maintenance. That's all mm-hmm. I have to do. Mm-hmm. Um, the, when I say these robots are coming for those jobs, these robots are coming for those jobs. There's another company that just opened, uh, or not open, but has um, opened to public investing called mm-hmm. Miso Robotics. Mm-hmm. And they have partnered with Chipotle, mm-hmm. Kentucky Fried Chicken, like really big fast food restaurants to start employing their robots 
um, as part of their cook line. So really all they need is somebody to be there to do maintenance. If it gets like, you know, bungled up or something like that, that means that they're going to be cutting down their human workforce by something like 75% because they only need like three or four people on the job. So what I've been telling people too is, again, this is not, this is not like a really happy thing and I'm really sorry, but I want to be honest and I want to be straight and I want to tell people like, these are things that you can do, like get ahead of the game before you get screwed over by Wally. Um, learn, if you are between the ages of 35 and 50, I'm not kidding, learn code, learn basic code learn how to code, whether yeah. that's like an online thing, whether mm-hmm. that's a community college class. I am not joking with y'all. Learn how to code because just understanding basic code is going to be where the jobs are going to be, again, from a black mirror standpoint. Right. Nobody <laughs> right? Yeah, get all black mirror on y'all. My friend Amy for years, and I'm saying like probably like three or four years, like Monica, you should learn coding. You're really smart. You should learn coding. And she's like, I'm like, but Amy, I don't, I don't want to code. But yes, tech. Yeah. Tech is coming because it's coming into every industry. You're not, you're just not going to be able to, it's, it's going to be like the, um, the, the automobile industry when all of those line workers were replaced by robots. It it, mm-hmm. it happened. That was the first iteration of all of this. Mm-hmm. And it gave them, you know, it's been like that for 40 years now. And now it's given them time to learn robotic technology, how to implement it, how to implement it on scale. I'm telling y'all, learn basic code. Learn basic code. That's, it will, that, that is so important. So important. I can't, I can't. Stress it enough. Okay. And then another thing. So then like 10 years ago, mm-hmm. I read a book called, and this, okay. And that's another thing too. There are so many books about this whole like robotics takeover and row, you know, like, like being in virtual reality and what that looks like. So first book, obviously ready player one, which is about a video gamer who goes into a virtual reality. Like the whole world is stuck in this virtual reality world. Like you're saying, Monica, like they're not dealing with the real world, which is apocalyptic and gross. They're all like in this like world, but like the theme of the story is like, you can't live in this tech. You can't live in this fake world. You just can't like, it will mess with you mentally. It'll mess Mm -hmm. with you emotionally. Mm -hmm. You know, like you have to know how to deal with the real world. And that's the thing that I worry about with, with virtual reality is that it is going to be so sexy to be able to escape. Like we need, people are craving escapism right now Mm -hmm. that going into a virtual world makes sense. I get it. Like nobody wants to be out in these streets and like what dealing with what we're dealing with. But it also it's it's that's like to me, like the downfall of community is what starts to happen when people start to escape from what is actually happening around them. And that is what is totally happening with A.I. and, and virtual reality. I don't know. I'm like, I feel like I'm like all over the the the, the, the rails here. <laughs> no, all I'm saying, listen, you said Miso Robotics. I started looking up the stock prices. I'm like, hold on a second. Yeah. <laughs> That's where my mind goes. Yes. Oh, don't invest. If you have money to invest, be investing in robotics. (laughs) Seriously. Yeah, girl. We bought our shares. We got our shares. Right. (laughs) (laughs) E-train. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Look, y'all can get all kinds of information. (laughs) 
<laughs> we don't just talk creative. <laughs> we're talking we talk, strategy. We're talking strategy on how to be able to support your creative. <laughs> get get in it. Get on it. I gotta um, find what their um what their uh, stock code is. I'll send you the link to the the article, the thing that I was reading about yeah, it. Yeah. Anyways, and so like the other part of this too is like I don't want to be all doom and gloom because that's more from like a societal reality. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there are some fun things that AI can bring to the world and, and you know, be enjoyable. Like, there mm-hmm. is a restaurant up in Napa in wine mm-hmm. country, because, of course, wine country, mm-hmm. um, where the whole um, dining experience is an AI experience. So, mm-hmm. like, the table is, like, a certain type of table where, like, um, it's, it, it can um, – it, it's augmented. So mm-hmm. like your your menus come up from the table mm-hmm. from you and you can swipe them nice. so you can read the menu. Mm-hmm. Um, the chef, the chef comes up as an augmented character that oh. comes up to talk to you and tell you about the specials or tell you about certain preparations oh, wow. or certain ingredients. Yeah, yeah. It's That's cute. an experience outside of the food. Right? Totally. Yeah. And so, and there's so like the whole dining experience, obviously the food's brought out by people, but the mm-hmm. whole dining experience is, is an augmented experience from everything from like, again, like from how the preparation of the food to where the ingredients were sourced from to, mm-hmm. you know, about the actual, um, I think the restaurant is on a vineyard. So it talks about the vineyard also and the types mm-hmm. of grapes that it grows and types of wines that it curates and all that kind of stuff. So, mm-hmm. you know, like that kind of thing is just like, Okay, that's fun. That's fun. Mm-hmm. I want to do that. I want to experience mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I um, and then you also said that you love your your um. This is taking it on a very more common level, but you love your your um your robo um the little vacuum cleaner. My Roomba. Your oh, Roomba. Idris. I- <laughs> she named it. <laughs> Girl, because that's the closest I will ever get to having Idris in my house. <laughs> with my husband being okay with it. Right. <laughs> I do. I do. I felt so, I mean, I like, I felt so bougie when I got the Roomba. I was uh-huh. like, this is so stupid. But let me tell you what. I like not having to lug around a vacuum cleaner. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the fact that it's constantly cleaning. Like it just is like just picking up the dirt mm-hmm. as it's going around. I love it so mm-hmm. much because mm-hmm. I hate vacuuming. I do. It's like my least favorite chore. Um, it's really hard for me to get my son to do it. Nobody else mm-hmm. wants to do it. So mm-hmm. I do love it, you know, and um, but I do worry sometimes I've had nightmares of Idris like, having a mind of his own and just starting to come with like like come into like the bedrooms and like right. wake us up and like won't leave you know and right. I'm like you just go back to your go back to your home and it's just like nah, nah, nah. girl I have had nightmares of it like going into the kitchen finding a knife figuring out how to like hold the knife and just be like doing circles with this knife like becoming like a killing machine oh my god (laughs) like see, this is the reason why I have purposely now I'm like curious but I have purposely stayed away from those type of movies the AI movies Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. there was a book called Robocalypse 
mm-hmm. that came out like 10 years ago that was about robots taking over the world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Highly recommend it. But listen, I, I also know that there's things that can help us as creatives that would, you know, I'm yes. sure that are out there. My little tale is still stuck in the uh, old school way, uh, mainly because financially it took a lot of money to get the supplies and tools that I have. Mm-hmm. But I'm also looking forward to the day where like my drill, where I drill holes. I'm looking forward to the day where I can't afford to get, and I'm sure they've got something out there, but when it becomes more common, something that, you know, I push a button and it drills the hole for me, you know, right? it takes a lot of, you know, maybe a machine that mixes the paint up for you or, and that you don't have to mix up your paint before you, you know, you it holds all your colors for your paints and you can just push a button and it dispenses out some paint for you to, for you to do your paintings. Like, I, there's like a, there's things that also would be very helpful when it comes to robots as well. But just 100%. like with every good thing, there is also you just it's just good and bad. They do coexist. There's you mm-hmm. know there's the bad side of things that people just go crazy over and just take it to the 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 stream. But then there is the the level in which is very helpful in your day to day life and and even as a creative or just in your home life. Well, and I also don't think, I think like with a lot of things that exist in this world, it's not the robots, it's the people who program the robots that are the problem. And that's what we have to look at. Like, who are the people who are pro- like who are creating these robots, the, the purposes that they're creating the robot and, and technology for? Mm-hmm. And and why are they doing it? And staying on top of the people who are involved in this in this uh, industry, because there's some great people who, again, like to your point, Nanika, who are doing like really good work with robot technology. Mm-hmm. Robot technology. <laughs> I just said robot. <laughs> oh, I missed it. <laughs> no, there is. I mean, you know, so personal on a personal, serious and personal note, um, I am really grateful for robotic technology for my mother when she was diagnosed with stage one uterine cancer at Mm -hmm. like really like the beginning of the pandemic. Mm -hmm. So she found out in December of 2019, she was diagnosed Mm -hmm. Um, in February of 2020. She had to get a hysterectomy, a full hysterectomy. Mm -hmm. Now, Mm -hmm. traditionally hysterectomies are awful for women, right? Mm -hmm. It's like something like a six to eight week recovery because they have to like break your pelvic bone, Mm. you know, Mm. like just all this, like there's a whole, like, you know, cutting through tissue. It's like Mm -hmm. a very horrific and painful experience for women to get hysterectomies. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, where my mother lives, which is in central Mm -hmm. Illinois, there's a lot of, um, medical universities so they are testing a lot of new therapies Mm -hmm. and treatments and one of which is a robotic hysterectomy Mm -hmm. and so she had her um, uterus removed by a robot Mm -hmm. in which the entire procedure took maybe a half hour like it took longer for her to get like ready you know Mm -hmm. for the procedure than it did for the actual procedure Mm -hmm. and by using the technology of robots they didn't have to like cut muscles. They didn't have to do any of that. It was really unintrusive. And she went home that night and she was like walking around the next day. She was, you know, maybe she was a little, you know, crampy or whatever, but Mm -hmm. like overall, like she, it was like, it was like, it was the same day surgery, which is insane. It's insane. So, you know, to some degree, yeah, you know, there's obviously absolutely like good things that can come out of robotic technology Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, and that we need it and that can advance us. Now, 
you know, we need that technology to also be accessible financially mm-hmm. to people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, and there is some talk that that is something that it can do, like by using robots, it could, it can decrease the cost of like large surgeries, which I hope is the case. But, you know, I mean, again, it goes back to the nefarious people who right. build them and what they do with it. <laughs> Um, but you know, I'm, I'm so internally thankful that my mom had that alternative, especially given her age and everything Mm -hmm. that she didn't have to go through, especially during the pandemic of such a painful procedure. Yeah. I, um, in all things now, um, I just came up with this term just now that summarizes my way of thinking, which is don't be blockbuster. So in that, I say that as in. And I feel like Netflix is actually trying getting ready to be blockbuster again. So um, they didn't learn. But anyway, <laughs> they didn't learn. But, uh, <laughs> um, when I say don't be blockbuster, blockbuster was all we knew. We all we knew was family gathering up, or you're on a date, or you're gathering with your friends. You roll down to the blockbuster. Y'all have fun going through the different aisles. Picking selections, reading the back, sharing them. Which one do you want? Do you want mm-hmm. this one? Maybe pick up a couple of snacks before you get you go out. And it was the whole thing of preparing for this great evening in sharing with someone, right? And so when mm-hmm. Netflix showed up on the scene, they were like, "Bump that, go to a place, man. We'll mail it to you. Get on your <laughs> computer, pick out what you want." We'll mail it to you. All you got to do is mail it back. Blockbuster was like, ah, people aren't going to give up their family and, and, you know, come in with the family and looking through the stuff. I'm not worried. Netflix said, double down. We're going to create these kiosks that are at your local grocery store. You don't want to do that. You don't want to wait for it in the mail. You can come into this kiosk and you can punch in your picture. You can read it. You can get it. You can return it right here on your way to go get your groceries. Listen, Blockbuster did not pivot. Blockbuster is Blockbuster no more because it really underestimated the power of change and people's Mm. ability to be able to adapt to change. So I say that to say when I say don't be Blockbuster, never underestimate change. Never. Mm -hmm. You see the the signs of things changing. It doesn't mean that you have to become what it is, but it does mean you should look and see how you can adapt and make it work for you. So it it is something like there are robots and I use painting because that's the only thing I can think of Um, (laughs) robots and there's painting and now robots are doing all the painting and they're creating these paintings and people are like, I don't have to pay artists anymore. I can go get this for cheap. You better, you better make a robot buddy. (laughs) Y'all better Mm -hmm. get on social media and be like, this is robo buddy. And we get ready to do this painting. (laughs) We get ready to do this painting. What you gonna paint? You know, and y'all paint together and incorporate it. That's just being silly. But that is me giving an example of saying how you can incorporate whatever something is shifting and changing and moving into how you can shift and change your brand into what works the best. Take little elements of it to incorporate your brand because everything should evolve. If you, if mm-hmm. your brand, your business, your way of doing things is the same that way that you've been doing it two years ago, five years ago, you are behind. You are mm-hmm. operating in an old way of doing things. You have to progressively change. And, and, and another example is Instagram. Although I knew things were going to change when Facebook bought them, and that was the reason I, I left Facebook, 
because of the way Facebook operates, but mm-hmm. they are shifting the way that they're doing with Instagram. But it's the same way that it's shifting and changing. If you love posting pictures and that was the way you posted pictures, but now people aren't seeing your pictures, you don't just keep posting pictures. Okay, so now, so then it was stories. So then people were like, okay, you're doing your stories. And now Instagram is like, "Mm -mm, reels. Mm -hmm. Now, if you're still posting pictures and wondering why nobody is looking at your stuff and liking your stuff, it's because you didn't elevate, you didn't shift, you didn't change. But also, if you stuck in doing your stories and Instagram's like, ah, we're going to be doing reels now. And you're like, I don't want to do reels. Okay, well, you you can't expect to get the same results because life in the world does move on. It does develop. It does evolve. And you have to mm-hmm. evolve with it. Regardless of what you like or don't like, the bottom line is if you are going to be a part of the society and you meaning that you have something that you are going to be trading, whether it is your creative talent, whether it is you working within the society as a job, you're going to have to evolve with the system that is that you're working inside of, if that makes Mm -hmm. sense. Oh, it totally makes sense. But I think this also goes back to discussions we've had in the past about waves right mm-hmm. like i told you like one of my one of my favorite pieces of advice that i received was from a programmer a developer mm-hmm. about like everything is a wave and mm-hmm. you can't hit every wave you just mm-hmm. can't mm-hmm. and and technology and social media all of those things are the same thing like mm-hmm. you can't hit every single one of them so you have to like figure out what makes the most sense for you mm-hmm. and i think a lot of people um you know and, and when i say like if you're between the ages of, you know, you know, or if you're 35 plus and you don't know how to code, do basic code. Mm-hmm. The reason why I tap it there is because kid, like anyone younger than that has had basic coding in mm-hmm. school. Mm-hmm. They're playing video games. They understand they live on technology. Mm-hmm. They were spoon fed technology. Mm-hmm. I'm not worried about them. Mm-hmm. They're cool. You mm-hmm. know, it's the rest of us that didn't have that as like a basic, right. you know, class. Like, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, so it's important, again, to know just the basics, basics of it. Now, does that mean that you have to like learn how to code to become a programmer? No. Right. It means understanding the language of it, understanding what it does, how it affects things, mm-hmm. and then taking that and utilizing it to something that you are interested in. So mm-hmm. case in point, like as a writer, it's important to understand how technology works or how coding works because you as a writer, if you're telling stories, you know, if you if you need to ever get into a, a job or a position, where you're working with a developer, mm-hmm. you have to understand like when you're writing towards something, what you can and can't do. You mm-hmm. need to know you need to know the rules. Yeah. And learning the, the rules of coding is what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Because that will take you far if yeah. you can at least speak to it. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, so I'm not saying you have to become a, a developer. Right. But even if that's if that's not your thing, that's okay that that's not your thing because there's a whole realm of technology, whether that's, like I said, artificial intelligence, virtual Mm -hmm. reality, Mm -hmm. you know, there's many, many layers to this thing. And you can find something that speaks to you that will also in turn help you Mm -hmm. once you understand how it works. So that's all I'm saying too, is like, just understand the rules of the game. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I, um, Oh, I was just going to say, because that's that's really important. But I also think that, again, if you can, and I think it's also people are intimidated by coding Mm -hmm. and the way that platforms and what they call like um, your HUD system, heads up displays, Mm -hmm. um, the way that those have evolved to become really, really user friendly. Mm -hmm. So if you can, if you can post Instagram, if you can do a TikTok reel, you can learn how to code. (laughs) You know, it's not as intimidating as you think it is because it Mm -hmm. has advanced quite a bit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, no, I was just going to say, like, um, I, I learned some of the really, 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 really basics of coding only because I didn't want to spend a programmer or anybody a lot of money to do my websites. Mm-hmm. But also, I didn't like the format that some of the free versions or even the paid versions that I could, you know, afford, I didn't like the complete way that they did it, you know, as far as like the colors or something, where something's positioned. So I learned the very, very basics on, okay, how can I change the color of this? How can I change the fonts of this? And it doesn't speak it in, in regular English. It speaks it in letters and numbers. And it's like, all righty, let's get in here. What's that hashtag zero, 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 zero. What's that FFF, you know, like, okay. Mm -hmm. So I did the basics just so I could be able to me as a creative that I could at least create websites that I found appealing and that served the purpose for myself, but also met my budget. Right. You know, and right. that meant I needed to get in there and do some things myself rather than something that is just so simple as, which is very simple, which is with, with colors and stuff like that. But you would have to pay somebody so much money because they have that talent. They have that ability. So you're paying for that talent and ability, not the degree of, how difficult it is. It's just because they know where it's located and what to do with it. And I'm like, YouTube diversity, where mm -hmm. do I find this? And it'll tell you, you just got to learn just the basics. So I do get and understand like learning, learning the basics um, so that you can be able to understand how to do different things that can also carry you a long way before you have to come out of pocket to be able to do something for yourself as well, or yeah. have somebody else do for, do something for you that you can do for yourself. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, again, there's the good and the bad of it. Right. And it's a, it's, it's a double-sided coin mm -hmm. um, because of the possibilities, which are good and bad, mm -hmm. depending on who is mm -hmm. using it, utilizing yeah. it. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, ex I'm, I honestly, I'm really excited to see what happens over the course of the next 10 years mm -hmm. with technology. Um, also, because I believe in my personal belief, and I could be wrong about this, and I will, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But I also feel like technology has the ability to open the playing field racially, mm -hmm. um, um, meaning that it it's opening up other avenues of accessibility to mm -hmm. wealth, mm -hmm. to economic stability mm -hmm. for people of color mm -hmm. um, that just, you know, cause you don't have to go to a four year college to learn how to code. Right. You just don't have to, mm -hmm. you need to have the intelligence, the drive and the ambition mm -hmm. really mm -hmm. um, and accessibility, but it is, it's fairly right now, right now it's fairly accessible mm -hmm. to anybody. Mm -hmm. So I just feel like there's, it's going to really, um, it's going to change some things, good mm -hmm. and bad. But I hope that, again, I want to tell creators, especially Black creators, like get in on it now because that's it's it's where we're going. It's not changing. It's not we're not going backwards, um, as we could see with people like robots serving up coffee and yeah, there's burgers a and fries. That, there's <laughs> a place that just opened around um, around the corner for my job. And I think um, I think that it's a black owned place, but it is a grocery store and it's robots. There's no people. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. you send in your order. Robots pick it up, pick up everything. Package it up. Deliver and they deliver. Come out. And I think they come out deliver and deliver it to, to your car. They <laughs> and <that's> do. Like, <laughs> and it's like. <laughs> 
There's a um, another little restaurant near me. They you cannot go into that place and make your order. They will tell you you've got to go online. You got to make it because they don't have the people that do all of that. It's mm-hmm. very basic. It's like no, we're all set up. Our technology is all set up to take care of all of that. We're just mm-hmm. literally like, hey, here's your order and <laughs> send you on about your business. Like that's it. So. I, there's things that I think are very exciting about that. There, I I don't know. I'm a mixed bag. I can get on board with pretty much anything because I mean, not that long ago when the, during the pandemic when they were talking about like not opening up movie theaters and they're just streaming it straight to your to your TV and I was like, no, I want to go to the theater and I want to go see it and I miss people I want being the experience. People. I want the experience, man. I went hard for that. Now I'm like, there's a there's a there's a couple of movies that I don't feel like going. I just don't have the time realistically. If I want to get mm-hmm. some stuff done, these are things that I want to get done more than I want to go to the movie. And I'm like, ah, oh, man, I hope they stream it. Dang it. I wish they would have just streamed it straight to TV. And I was like, wow, we changed. <laughs> <laughs> wow. We changed. We, we changed quick. <laughs> like, sheesh. Like, but also, man, I wish they would have did that. Like they got so much flack. I can't remember what movie. But there was a, a, a moment but coming out of the pandemic that they were trying it out where they were streaming it straight to mm-hmm. your TV and putting it in the theaters at the same time. And and I'm and I'm now at that place where I'm like, dang it, why didn't they stream it too? Like I wanna see it just now. I don't have time to go out to the do the whole thing in the theater. So yeah, there's some things you can gotta get on board too. So I, I there's parts that I'm just like, yes. And then there's parts that I'm like fighting it, but all of I know it's again because it's a, it's a mixed bag. Mm-hmm. It's a mixed bag, right? Mm-hmm. I'm what I'm really excited for is when like all the TikToks start getting uploaded with the Karens getting upset because they can't speak to the manager oh. or the man or they're like, I need to speak to the manager. And they're like, okay, get seven, six, four thousand out here, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> seven, six, four thousand is just like. No. Right. That's the only one. No. 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 (laughs) Or the one that'll really get you. Press nine. (laughs) Press four. Somebody will be with you shortly. (laughs) Oh, people are going to lose. Would you like to hear the menu again? (laughs) What you going to do? You going to, y'all, everybody, all these folks out here trigger happy. You ain't going to have nothing but a a robot. Y'all keep, y'all keep. I was going to say Keep messing around. Y'all keep messing around. (laughs) Keep messing around. Y'all ain't gonna have Mess nothing around and find out. You ain't gonna have nothing but a robot who ain't got no emotions to be fighting with. <laughs> Danger. Danger. Must eliminate. That is also armed. Yes. Y'all keep y'all better get y'all's emotions. No, for real. Get in check. Get them in check. I know this is not our listeners, but hey, get the word out. Y'all need to get y'all's emotions under control. I know it's rough out here. I know there's some things that are just like. Woo, that's all you can say at the end of the day or the end of the week. But also, we are adults. We need to get our emotions under control. There is yeah. no reason for people, grown adults, to be losing their, excuse me, shit. Losing their <laughs> shit out here <laughs> over, yeah. over random food items. Yeah, I'm like, come on, y'all. Stay in the house that day or something. Like, don't take your stuff out on other people. Everybody's going through something. Everybody has a story. Everybody. Everybody. I think if people re- realize that, because I feel like people go out thinking, ah, it's just me. And they, you've got it good. No, everybody is going through something at various degrees. 
So everybody yeah. should be handling everybody as if they're like, hey, we're all just trying to get through it. You're having a difficult day. Take a sick day. <laughs> stay, stay at home. Or just be quiet. <laughs> go run. Or if you have to, or if you have go to go baseball. to work, just go. If you have to go to work, go to a bathroom stall and just just close yourself off in the bathroom stall. Have Something. a good cry. Whatever. Rip up toilet paper. Whatever Something. it is you need to do to release whatever emotion it is that you're feeling. Yes. Don't do that. People. Don't do it on other people. No. Don't. Don't. It's do just that. not okay. Well, one last thing that I wanted to talk about before we. Uh, logged off here Mm -hmm. is have you watched have you seen the show or heard about the show severance Mm -mm. speaking of robots Mm -mm. what's that okay we might have to do a watch party it's on apple it's on apple tv oh that's why i don't so tired and it's i know me too (laughs) the premise of it is though that you can so it's like in the future where you can sever your brain Mm. so you have your work person you have your work brain and you have your real life home brain. Okay. And so every time you go to work as you're like, it shows these people getting into an elevator and they're, they're like outside, they call the outside and the innies. Mm-hmm. So their outside gets in the elevator. And then like, you see them transition as their brain switches mm-hmm. to the innie and then they become their work personality and they go. And so it's like these four people, it focuses on these four people that work in this weird company they have no idea what they do they don't know what they do for a living why they're there but they just show up every day and then one this woman shows up one day um to a new new employee and she is just like she's not like the rest of them she's Mm -hmm. like why are we here she's asking questions Mm -hmm. why are we here what do we do here you Mm -hmm. know and like she's trying to like communicate with her audi because she wants to tell her audi like i don't want to do this oh my god I'm not really explaining it very well, but the whole, the premise of it is like, what if you could separate your brain from the things that you don't like to do, but you can still get them done. Mm. And, um, but, but basically essentially what you're doing is you're splitting yourself into two people. Mm-hmm. And what happens when one of that one side of yourself is not happy mm-hmm. and the other side of yourself is like, this is great. I don't know what your problem is, but right. I'm, I'm fine. I'm living life out here. You right. know? And the idiot's like, Oh, hell no. Right. You know, and so then all of a sudden it's like this and, you know, and they don't understand why they're having this inner conflict. Wow. It's brilliant. It okay. is brilliant. And then there's like this whole backstory about the corporation that they're working for. And the show is freaking brilliant. But it's interesting because, you know, when we talk about doing like head plants, you know, or mm-hmm. microchip plants That's in our what, brains. Uh, old uh, Tesla man he wants to do. <laughs> Tesla, I like that. <laughs> Uh, he is Tesla man from here on. (laughs) We ain't never using his real name. He is Tesla man. man. (laughs) Come on, Tesla man. It should be like an old R and B jazzy, like like the old side of me. The old side of me. You don't don't say names no more. You don't call it whatever is their main quality that becomes their nickname. (laughs) Oh my god, I love that. I love that. Yeah, but yeah, like he's trying to propose that. And so it's a really interesting exploration of like what that looks like for actual human beings mm-hmm. to put like chips in your brain. If you haven't watched it and you've got Apple TV, highly, highly recommend it. First season just ended a little bit ago. But yeah, so we're in it. We're in it. Got to figure out how to embrace it. Black Mirror's done been warning us for Listen. many years. <laughs> 
I can't watch too much Black Mirrors back to back. It's like, good gosh, y'all. No. <laughs> oh, and then they were just talking about that they're just starting to film a new season. And I'm like, I don't think I, I think we have too much reality right now for a Black Mirror. We are living in the Black Mirror, sir. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> uh, I don't think I can do it. I don't think I can do it. <laughs> yeah, I don't. No, I don't I'll do it. I like technology. I, look, I, like I was just going to say, I don't like, I don't usually trip trap on the um, dark side too often. Uh, very rarely. And it's usually being led by hand by Angela when I get it. <laughs> um, obviously, y'all can see she lives there. She comes to visit the light side every now and then. <laughs> we meet every now and then. <laughs> sometimes I pull her. Sometimes she pulls me. Uh, Black Mirror is dark. <laughs> yeah. It's dark. Yeah. <laughs> there's one there's one episode to this day every time I think about it I get I get tight-chested, I get panicky and it just like it, it really messes with me. And I watched this episode like Three four years ago, see, and I'm you. just even thinking about it right now. And I'm mm-hmm. like, you can see me. I'm like grabbing my right. chest. I'm like, what episode was it? Whew. It was the episode with <laughs> the episode. What was it about? Uh, um, the guy who owns a game company. He's he, he owns a gaming company, and he's such a nerd, and nobody really respects him, even though he's like one of the co-founders of this gaming company. So he creates his own reality. Um, a, a virtual uh, reality where he's like the commander of a starship. It's like based off of Star Trek. Yes, I saw that. The end scene where he ends up, because I don't want to spoil it for anybody. I can't remember the end scene, though. It's my worst nightmare. It's, I remember it's the me, one it's like, it's what I think. It's what I think death is like. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's my worst nightmare. Where he ends up at the end. I can't remember the ending of it. Yeah. We'll talk about it after. I don't want to spoil it for yeah. anybody, but it still to this day is just like, oh, it's like Jesse Plemons, who I really love as an actor. But now every time I see him, mm-hmm. I just think of him as this character. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just, I was like, okay, that's deep if it's like four years later and I'm still like, oh my God, where's my Lexapro? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that wasn't the one that was dark for me. There was one that was dark, and I think that was the last one I ever watched, and it was dark. Which one? Um, the one where, and on the sake of like not giving everything away, um, the one where it is a woman who keeps seeming to be living over the same thing over and over and over and over again, and... Um, and she doesn't know why she's living over. She keeps living over the same existence. And it's like, um, well, I you guys. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, it's, 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 it was dark. <laughs> I'll okay. tell you off. I'll tell you when we get done. Okay. I don't know how to yeah. explain it without giving it away. <laughs> They're all dark. But I also yeah. feel like, too, they might be a little bit of a future playbook. So you might just want to watch it just in case. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, like, at the end of it, I was like, you know what? That's probably how punishment that's probably if we had the money that's probably oh, how punishments should happen i know exactly which one you're talking about yeah. oh yeah oh yeah that was dark oh yeah, yeah. all right yep. yeah <laughs> well on that note friends <laughs> 
Thank you for listening to this dark side episode <laughs> of Living Creatively. I appreciate you coming to the dark side with me, visiting me on the dark side uh-huh. with your host, Angela Dalton. And Monica Parks. Remember, you can connect with us on Instagram at Living Creatively Now, Living Creatively Podcast Facebook page, and on our website, this is livingcreatively.com to subscribe or to send us questions that you'd like us to answer or advice you may need as a fellow creative, like where you can learn how to code. Tell you. <laughs> yeah, or buy stock. Thank you, or buy stock. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for joining us and being part of our Living Creatively community. Always remember to protect your heart, protect your mind, and protect your gift. Until next week. Bye. Bye. Beep, bop, boop, bop, bop. <laughs>